You're listening to Discovering Multifamily, where we discuss all educational topics in commercial real estate with an emphasis on multifamily apartment investing via syndication. And now your hosts, former NFL fullback Brian Leonard and Anthony Scandariato. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Discovering Multifamily podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Scandariato. And today we have a very special guest with us, uh, Adam Gaff with Epic Brokers. Uh, who specializes in risk management. Uh, he's actually uh, working on a couple of properties in my portfolio, and he's just a great guy in general. And I thought it would be relevant to have him on. We're recording this in the end of April and hopefully towards the, the, the latter end of the coronavirus crisis. Absolutely. Hopefully. Um, so wanted to bring him on and, and have him, you know, discuss, um, you know, risk assessments from, uh, an underwriter standpoint, from a carrier standpoint, just in general for uh, the real estate industry, specifically catered to um, apartments. So, uh, thanks for have thanks for coming on, Adam. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Great. So, do do you want to just tell our viewers kind of what you specialize in and, sure. and what you've been seeing over the past you know month or so? Sure. So, as you mentioned, uh, I'm a commercial insurance broker with uh, Epic Brokers. I personally specialize in the real estate side. Mostly right now is the multifamily apartments. Um, and now dabbling more back on the industrial side in terms of the sales because there are businesses coming back. Um, but yeah, I want to touch on the fact that uh, handling your insurance from a risk management perspective and how we can consolidate the best of it as possible. So it's you know a lot easier to manage from well as well, I mean, your real estate portfolio to make sure that you're getting the most out of your insurance from a cost perspective, as well as an administrative perspective. So, you know, I just want to dabble into that a little bit too. All right, great. And so when, when speaking about this, uh, have you been seeing um, a spike in insurance claims related to, um, you know, loss of rent or, any, any sort of policies that, you know, protect the landlord from an income standpoint or. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's definitely been a fight back and forth because uh, let's be real. Usually most of the time on insurance policy is an open peril policy, meaning it's everything can be covered except for whatever is excluded on the actual policy. So no one really thought of a virus pandemic to be, considered a loss of business income because there's so many factors that play into it. You don't think of it as people losing their jobs or an economy shutting down because of it. You think of it, you know, loss of business income that a tornado comes through and wipes out the whole building and there's no income being generated from the building itself. So that's, the gist of where insurance likes to look at it, not from a disease standpoint. So it's something that is very new that the insurance companies are related to, but it's definitely been a fight from the client side going up against the insurance companies. And it's something that's still being worked out for sure. Makes sense. And so when you're talking about, you know, insurance premiums, even pre COVID, can you explain to our viewers, Mm -hmm how premiums have increased substantially even leading up to this. And do you still see that's going to continue even once we get out of this? You know, that's a very good question. Um, There's a lot that has gone on that 
you know, we really don't know what's going to happen in the market. But pre-virus, uh, pre we've seen an increase about um, 25% a year. So with that being said is that when there's such a high demand for insurance, you know, from a claims perspective, especially, let's be real, um, the last couple of years, we've had really, really rough hurricane seasons down in the South. And that plays uh, in, in contribution to the amount of insurance that avail that's available to even people like here in the Northeast. So with that being said, when there's such a high demand, you're gonna have higher premiums across the board because it's rated on a large number scale of the amount of people that are utilizing an insurance from the carriers. Now, the risk meter is going down. No one's going to work, so you're not gonna have workers comp, workers comp claims. No one's getting hurt on the job. Another perspective is no one's driving. You're not gonna have many accidents, commercial accidents with large tractor trailers, as well as from a personal standpoint, you know, driving our cars. I've been in my car twice in the past two months. I've gotten gas first time two months ago. So when you, util, when you think about that, there's less risk involved. So what I'm gonna see now is what I'm predicting, what the insurance industry is predicting, predicting you know, talking to people that I work with, you're gonna to start to see a dip, a slight dip in premium going down. We're gonna enter what is called a softer market because there is less demand for insurance, there's less claims being filed. Um, and there's less businesses that are in play right now too. So it's going to become more of a competitive market. And when we come out of this, it's going to be a soft market, but then what we're going to see is it's going to start to go back up again because there is going to be a higher demand of insurance. But at the same time, what I'm predicting is we're going to start to see a lot more people working from home, less car accidents, less people on the road. Uh, less people going to the office. So you're going to have you know, a less of a risk factor involved, but at the same time, it's not going to go up as steep as it has gone in the past recent years. That's, uh, that's what we're predicting. But like I said before, this is totally new to anyone involved in any sort of business whatsoever. So we really don't know what is going to come out on the other side from you know, an economy standpoint. Right. So when you're, you're talking about less people going to the workplace, mm -hmm. even temporarily, um, sure. I, I do think that that's going to be a trend after even we get out of this, there's going to be more companies realizing, oh, we can actually work from home. So let's try oh, to yeah. downsize. Let's try to renegotiate our office lease, restructure mm -hmm. it, maybe sublet some space. Sure. Is there any particular asset class that you see once we come out of this, premiums really either staying the same or rising a little bit? And secondly, what asset class do you see a very sharp decline? Because as you said, if the demand's not there, mm. that obviously has an effect on the insurance premiums. So yeah. I'd be curious, you know, from, from, you know, my standpoint dealing with multifamily mm. is, you know, there's always a lot of demand for apartment buildings at every point in the cycle. So mm. Um, is it going to really affect new acquisitions? The premiums are going to increase because, you know, it's, there's more claims being filed on in, in general. Uh, I just, I'm just trying to get a better taste right. of what asset classes do you think are going to be affected 
Um, yeah. And also coming from it at, as an insurance perspective. Well, I, I don't think you're going to see a, a sharp decline. Um, I think from office buildings, especially in New York and New Jersey, you know, by the waterfronts, you're going to see definitely less people going to work. You're going to see more people commuting from, you know, just working from home. Um, from a liability standpoint, I would advise people to up their liability coverage for if they are multifamily owners. You're going to have more people working from home. They're going to be around a lot more, which presents a greater risk. They're going to be, you know, probably going out for a walk more around the apartment rather than being at work. I personally live in Hoboken. And when I work from home and if I go for a walk, you know, around, you know, like let's say lunchtime, this town is empty. You know, I'm talking about pre-virus. There's nobody here. Uh, you know, but if people are working more from home, you're going to see more about people work going for walks, um, which presents, uh, a, you know, a, a possible risk of trips and falls, especially in the wintertime. It gets very icy around here in the winter. So I think that's going to be a factor that goes into the underwriting process for sure. But like I said, we don't know what companies are going to be doing from a working from home perspective. I think that's what, uh, everyone working from home is hoping for at this point is that they don't have to commute anymore. Um, but you're definitely going to see a decline in people that own office buildings. You're going to see a decline in that, but, and also you're going to see less work comps from, um, tenants as well. Less work comp claims. Got it. So if you're an existing, you know, owner of real estate specifically with mm -hmm. multifamily, you're suggesting to really take a look at your liability limits and the coverage is there because, you know, once we get out of all this, like you said, there might be more people working from home, which is they're exactly. around more. It's, it's more of a liability. So, exactly. uh, yeah, so that, that makes a lot of sense. Exactly. Um, and, and, you know, kind of just talking about, are there other things that, you know, we should really be looking for once we come out of this or even while we're, in the midst of this crisis on our policies? Or is there any other key points we should be concerned about um, mm. to, to review? Um, obviously, loss of income is, is huge. Right. Um, right. You know, we're not really seeing it too much yet on the multi. Hopefully, we don't see it on the multi side. Um, but I can only imagine some office building, actually, maybe hotels, you know, if they have a policy that includes loss of, you know, real estate and business income. Oh, I'm they're sure getting they're hit the hardest. Right. Yeah, they're getting hit the hardest for sure. Hotels. Um, I mean, they're, they're, they're getting, they're getting slaughtered right now. Uh, let's be real. No one's traveling unless it's essential business where someone has to travel. They got to stay in a hotel, but they're not generating any business whatsoever. Um, so the advice to the viewers right now is this is a whole new, I never thought my wildest dreams would ever experience anything like this it would be quarantined from a potential disease that's out there never thought in my, my lifetime that this was even something that was possible. So my advice is to go back and talk to your brokers and do a policy review with them on your existing coverage and find out more about how something like the coronavirus is, like, plays a factor into getting coverage from the insurance companies. Talk about the language in it. Talk about the fine print, making sure that is there any holes in this that prevents me from you know, having my business or where I can present, set myself up to lose money. Uh, that, that's the main factor. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll be out of this sooner than later. Um, I think you know, we are. Yeah. And, and you, you mentioned 
Florida. You mentioned the tri-state area, which is where mm-hmm. you and I are both located. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, Florida and, and the Southeast region got hit with, you know, uh, travesties uh, from a weather perspective over the past. This past couple, couple of days. Yeah. Couple, even a couple of days. Yeah. Tornadoes. Yeah. So yeah. Um, do you see, even if there's a drop off in demand for insurance claims, insurance, I'm sorry, new policies down there that claims aren't still going to be around the same, if not even higher, just because of the climate and premiums won't rise as a will rise as a result of that. Oh, of course. I mean, the insurance market is always fluctuating. It's always going up and down, especially from a claims perspective. When we actually, when we have more exposures and more claims are filed over a period of time, it pays, it plays a factor into it as, but that's when you're looking at that perspective from, you know, weather damage from high wind, uh, but you're comparing it to, uh, you know, a trip and fall inside. They're basically two different exposures, but at the same time, they still do play a role in adjusting the rate. Um, it, it all depends on how the insurance companies underwrite it. Uh, they all have their own different perspective on it, on how they, they view uh, certain claims in the marketplace. But right now, uh, pretty much across the board, all insurance carriers, premiums are pretty much the same. So whatever quotes that I do come up with, there, there's usually a chance that I won't be able to find something better. Maybe a chance of shaving $1,000 off of a large policy, but it's not going to be something that is going to be significant to the point like, wow, that's a huge difference. I'm going to go for that instead. Got it. So it really, you know, it, no matter how many carriers are out there, Mm-hmm. if the limits and the coverages are relatively similar, there's not mm-hmm. going to be that much of a change in, in premium. You're not going to see a huge difference now. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this was great, Adam. We well, really appreciate yeah. you coming on yeah. the show and, and talking about uh, these important issues, especially during these times. Uh, how can people reach out to you? Well, um, I'm very active on LinkedIn um, and I, I have all my contact information as well. So, I can be reached at adam.gapp, G-A-P-P, at epicbrokers.com. And I can always be reached on my cell phone any time of the day. Uh, I'm mobile all the time, so I can be reached at 203-273-9495. Love to talk. If you have any questions about your current insurance, I'd be glad to help and discuss it with you. Awesome. And what we'll be doing also after the show, we'll be putting all of Adam's uh, contact information in the comments section. So you can reach out to him or if you want to reach out to him, you can reach out to me and I'll put you in touch with Adam. And uh, before we go, usually I like to end the show with just three fire round kind of questions. Um, You know, the first question being, you know, do you have a favorite, you know, business book, whether it's real estate related or or non real estate related? I don't want to get political on you. (laughs) But uh, uh, to be quite honest with you, you know, our president is one of the, uh, you know, he's a very savvy business guy. Let's be real. You know, he may say some stupid things, whatever, but, um, when it comes to making money, uh, I recommend anything that he's written for sure. I mean, art of the deal. Um, exactly. <laughs> and, and number two would be, what are your hobbies outside of, um, you know, uh, real estate? Well, I, I'm a huge sports fan. Um, I'm a diehard Mets fan. So, 
this time of year, if we weren't going through this, I'd probably be at City Field. Uh, I go to a lot of games just on a whim. I'll buy tickets and go out. Uh, it's to me, it's it's therapeutic. It's a good time, and it's just something to be very passionate about for sure. Baseball, I've grown up with it. And those Mets games are usually pretty affordable. <laughs> <It's> right now. <laughs> um, Come on. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll go with you if, you if you want. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. No, um, we get tickets all the time, so that'd be great. That's funny. Not social distancing uh, anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, lastly, would be who would be one of your you know top role models? You would say. Uh, my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, I try and uh, you know basically emulate after him. Uh, he's, he's in the insurance industry too, but he mostly deals in the transportation side and he's been in business for himself for almost, uh, 40 years. So, uh, he has that entrepreneurial lifestyle. He's, he's in his seventies now. And I'll tell you, he doesn't look like he's slowing down. Sometimes I feel like he's, uh, he's outpacing me sometimes, which me being, you know, in my late twenties, that's kind of sad to see, <laughs> you know, yeah, to get to his level. Well, I can't keep up with them sometimes. <laughs> well, great, Adam. Well, thanks again so much for coming on the show. Uh, again, I'm your host, Anthony Scandariato uh, with Red Knight Properties. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. Please leave us a review and, and rating. Um, and this will be, uh, you know, released within the next 